Whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. All right. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Mojo Sports NBA show. Tonight, I have... Three amazing, beautiful ladies, all hoopers, that put my spectator butt to shame. I've got Marina, Shelly, and Riley with me tonight. Thank you for joining me. So happy to be here. <laughs> um, all right. We had a pretty good chat off the record just before, which is why I'm still laughing. But let's just go straight into the warm-up. And the one, and the two, and the one, two, three. Bishop wore buttless chaps to the bat mitzvah. Have a great broadcast. You too, darling. We're going to quickly talk about it. We're not going to get too carried away, but at the time of recording, we are in the middle of the playoffs still. I know we've got one very happy person (laughs) with how we're going right now. Shelly, I'm just going to let you kick it off because I already know you have something to say. (laughs) What's what's more to be said, but... but (laughs) Where am I sitting? I'm I'm sitting pretty right now. I'm sitting very very pretty. I'll I'll see. I'll see Miami in the finals. So you think Golden State versus <laughs> Miami? I'll see Miami in the finals. Was this your prediction? Did you always say Miami, or are we just Warriors all the way down here? Never, never. I've never said Miami. Never said Miami. But obviously, being Warriors support up. Look, but looking at the series now, looking at both teams now, I'm back in Miami. I think that's a pretty good bet. I was going to just bounce off that and say I've just loved Miami since the hub season. So Jimmy Butler, I'm just like loving him, Tyler Hero, all of those guys. And then Oladipo. Doff. I would also say my, it's Miami's Warriors. I'll put, I reckon too. Money on it. Yeah. And that's going to be a good series. Hang on. Wait, don't get carried away, Shelly. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, it's been, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I've always thought Miami are the stronger team, but that's what I'm saying. If Boston were to beat them, I feel like then they'll win the whole thing because of that. But, again, things just keep changing. But I really thought, I thought that this, um, that Golden State and Dallas would be a little bit harder than what is currently happening right now. I mean I'm not disappointed I think it's more that they've maybe gotten maybe what we didn't think they would be and maybe their fairy tale run has come to an end like the Cinderella story is kind of fading away but I didn't think they'd get this far I thought they would go straight sets to Phoenix so to get this far is pretty impressive in my yeah I agree. I, I agree. I, to to roll over Phoenix, I'm actually quite surprised for quite surprising them. So hats off to them. But look, they've given Warriors a couple of scary games. You know, Warriors have had to come back a couple of games, twenty points down. They've dug deep, but Luca's just a little bit gassed. He's been carrying that team all season. I mean, not carrying, but he's been like scoring probably the most for them all season. It was bound to run out sometime. But still, two more games, three more games potentially. So let's see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Like as so, I, yeah. 
by next week we'll have when this comes out so unfortunately this podcast comes out it's already going to have happened but we can look back at it and see like what's happened but with that couple of things that we've talked about there we're talking about tonight so let's just go straight into it with all Every franchise has had tons of great players and legendary personalities, but who stands out above the rest? MVP Shaquille O'Neal. Ladies and gentlemen, Larry Bird. Magic. Red hot here. An incredible shot by LeBron James. Jordan with two seconds to go. Puts it up and scores at the buzzer. My mentality was to go out and win at any cost. He said, I'm going to show you. Nobody will ever work as hard as I work. Um, okay, so we're talking about DeAndre Ayrton tonight. Pretty much everyone has their eyes on him at the moment, um, given the way that the Suns just finished and with him now being a restricted free agent as well. Everyone's wondering what his next moves are. So he was the number one draft pick for the Suns, the first ever in Suns history as well. Um, I'm going to start with you, Marina. Where do you think he will head from here if he doesn't stay? What do you think his next moves are? All right, so I think that DeAndre, he really works in Phoenix, but I don't think that he's ever going to be the guy there. So I would almost be interested in seeing what he does at like like one of the lower teams, like Rockets, somebody else convinced me of it and otherwise, even Orlando, maybe even Knicks, where he can go and just kind of explore everything that he can do rather than yeah. – having to be around like Booker and Chris, but also it works. So why change something that's working pretty well? Oh, I agree. I like I see you nodding your head. Yeah. Rockets I, is definitely like looking as a younger team. That could definitely work. I didn't even think, I didn't even think of Rockets at all. What would you say, Shirley? I <laughs> honestly, I want him to stay. He deserves max contract. He's played well these last three seasons. Like, hats off to Phoenix in general. And that's been a big, big reason. He's been the big, big reason. Yeah, okay, they're what? They're arguably like a big three now, him, Booker, CP3. But he's he's helped them make this run. Yeah, okay, this year, not so well. Last year, going down in the finals, what was it? Two, four, I think. Four, two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then in the bubble, uh, going into the bubble, uh, six games under, I think it was, out of the playoffs, winning every single game, still not play, making the playoffs, but what a run they had. And Suns to lose him, that's going to be a big, big part to replace. But in saying that, what you can get for him will be interesting. But I think he stays, give him his max rookie contract. Yep. And keep going. CP3, if CP3 books stay, CP3 is going to get his ring. Give him maybe one, two more seasons, try and get his ring. It's bound to happen. If they, like, can build off this and keep the core guys and just continue chemistry, I'm just honestly a bit surprised that they went out so hard this time after last year's finals. But, I mean, you can just see that they're so close. They just need to figure it out. I, Riley, I see you nodding your head. Yeah. <laughs> I disagree with, um, I guess, all of it because I have heard on the grapevine that especially that final game in the playoffs, DeAndre Ayton and the coaching staff yeah. Um, I don't think he's staying. I heard that um, Monty Williams even said that 
said to DeAndre that you've given up on us. You just want, you're just in it for the money. You've given up on us. You don't care anymore. And that's, I, I think the coaching staff are blaming a lot of the finals run towards DeAndre Ayton and I don't see him staying, unfortunately. I think if they can keep him, that would be really good for them. But um, you also got to think, does he deserve a max contract when he was in the same draft as Luca and Trey? And Luca and Trey are once-in-a-generation type players. He was the number one pick. And, they, yeah. and you know, they're already all-stars. He hasn't been an all-star yet. Do you give that max contract to someone that most likely will be an all-star someday, but he's not the generational talent that Luca and Trey were, are, and they're in the exact same draft as him. So I don't know. I don't think he will stay. I think a small market team will go hard for him and give him that max, but I don't see Phoenix doing it. Especially Riley, Riley has I know she knows people. She knows people. Oh, yeah, she's got the inside information. Like, where's the scoop? Yeah. <laughs> Are you friends with Watch? Nah, just TikTok. <laughs> Everyone on TikTok gives me such good information for these shows. Oh. <laughs> I'm watching TikTok. the wrong TikToks. All I watch is dancing. I was gonna say I'm not watching the right TikToks either. <laughs> I'm on the right side of TikTok at the moment. Next week it might be a different story. <laughs> So I guess what you don't, I guess none of, no one really thinks that they'll match any other offers then. You don't really think so. Oh, I don't, I don't think if it's a max contract, I don't think Phoenix will want to um, match it. I, I wonder what something someone like OKC have. They don't have a star player. They have a bunch of rookie talent. They have draft picks for years. He would probably be a perfect fit for them. Um, I was just thinking OKC as well mm. as we were talking, Shelley. It just it just feels like it would work for him in a, like a building way as well. Yeah. You make a really good point when he was with Luca and Trey. Do you think that he could be that type of player though in the Phoenix Suns rotation, or do you think he'd need to leave to maybe become that? Because those two, they're the guys of yeah. the team. Yeah, I don't. I think he would have to leave. I, I think he's talented. I think he's super talented. I think you, we also have to remember he had a 12-game suspension for, like, match fixing or something. So we ha- And he's had injuries. We haven't seen his full breakout potential. Um, That's why I want, like, is it better for him to stay at the same time when, like, with things like that? Yeah. If he gets given that opportunity. Because obviously they, they haven't done too bad this season at all. Yeah. They were so close. They're getting they're getting there. So what would they do instead? Yeah. I I think he should stay personally. Yeah, I think Phoenix um, asset if they drop him. But yeah, just like with that that last game, um, with that with what's happened, yeah, it really has everything up in the air to know yes or no. But honestly, though, if he stays or if he leaves, I think personally for DeAndre. It's a win-win. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And just- obviously, he knows he's in that kind of position for him to be like saying the things he's saying and making the moves that he does. Yeah, his stock's only rising as well with his age, his success in finals, bar this last series. But still, he's played great. And then whatever team he goes to is in a really cool position where, like we said, there's other multiple teams to be looking at. But if he stays, he's probably going back to the finals or to at least the championships. I guess it, for him, it depends if he wants the money or the ring. 
that's what he's got to decide this offset. <laughs> what a decision. He can, buy, he can buy a nice ring with that money if he doesn't want that one. That's for sure. But no, oh, we'll see where it goes from here. Speaking of, we're going to continue a little bit. It's flowing on really well tonight because our next segment, we're going to go into the match and then we're going to carry on from there. The most anticipated match in history, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! So, following on, we touched on this like, throughout the night. We're flowing really well. We've got, like, these two players tonight, we've pretty much been hearing about nonstop for the last couple of weeks. So, first thing, I'm going to start off with the 13th pick in 2015 for the Suns again. Career high of 70 points in one game alone. Fourth youngest player to hit 11,000 points. Uh, Devin Booker. One thing, of course, I'm going to love about this guy, to no one's surprise, he's always honoring Kobe Bryant. I love anything like that. And we're matching him up with the Slovenian superstar, who I know one of us is in particular will be very excited to talk about in a minute. Um, who he's at the moment as we're recording this podcast, he's you know maybe a little bit gassed, but still doing really well. Um, interesting fact that I found out: he's the only player in the NBA at the moment to average at least twenty-eight points, eight rebounds, eight assists, and he'll join James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Michael Jordan, and Oscar Robertson as the only players in NBA history to average such figures in a season. Shelley, I'm going to let you start because you love your European basketball players. You love your European basketball. So talk to me about Luka Doncic. Luka, 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 Luka. Well, all right. I don't, I like, I don't even have anything written down in front of me because I don't, don't need really to. need to and I don't want to. Um, I mean, everyone knows I love Luka. I love European basketball. I love European players. Luca is 23 years old. He's still a baby. We all forget that. He's actually still young and he plays like a man. In his rookie yeah. year, he, yeah, first round, pick, um, third pick, he was, uh, what was that, 2018? What's that? He was 18. God, what's my maths now? Was he 17 or 19. 18? 18. 19. There you go. I think he just he came, over, came over straight from Real Madrid. You know, he was in the Real Madrid Academy, um, Basketball Academy. They went over to Slovenia. Yeah, I've, I've watched too many documentaries on him too. Went over to Slovenia, picked him up. His mom said, yep, yeah, cool, pop him in a great school, take him over to Madrid. They took him over, put him in the academy there. He had such success with Real Madrid over those years. I think, I think he was from about, about the age of 13 or 14. But those four or five years set him up into like the best success into going into the NBA. Because look at him now. He plays like he's a man. Yeah, but he's 23 years old. He came into the NBA playing like a man. He was playing against men, Pau Gasols, Marc Gasols, um, Sergio Barca, all, all your European players. He's playing against them. He's a European champion, um, Copa del Rey champion, every bloody championship you can imagine in Europe. He's won as a teenager. So for him to be so prepared to come into the NBA – is what made me so happy. And obviously he's just continued with his success with the Mavs. Yeah. He's just continued, continued, continued. It was amazing that when he joined the Mavs, he had, you know, his, his, um, for his uh, partner, European partner, Porzingis, which was great for him to like jump in and then he jumped into the NBA with him. But I just, I honestly just couldn't 
fault Luca. He's done amazing things in the European world in with his home country and the NBA world. He's just, he's an absolute godsend for basketball. Oh my God, he's so good. And you know what I love about him is he can play any position. He's smart. He's solid. He can post up little people. He can drive around tall people and he can score over literally anybody. He's so good. I'm a big fan of Luca. And he changes his pace. Like he does not let the craziness of the game control him. He does everything in his own world pretty much. And it's so nice to watch. Mm. And Shelly, you're absolutely right. Like he's so comfortable giving it back to all of the vets and all the old guys and all the babies. Like he even talks to rookies like he's a vet. And just like the back chat that he has, like it's frustrating because he gets texts and then he has to get fined and then he has to sit out. But that's what it is. He is like when you see his career in America, okay, it's only been a few years, but if you see his whole basketball career, he is a vet. He's a vet. You know, some of the guys he's played against for Slovenia and for Real Madrid, it's just insane. Like the players that he's played against, he's played against some of the most amazing um, players from Spain. So I, I think he's got all right to give it back to all the play, um, you know, to all the rooks in the NBA right now. I feel like this is a very um, one-sided little piece. We're all very excited about one person in particular. Oh my god! Okay, Luca. It, it makes a ton of sense that we're as excited. Yeah, it's it's very yeah. It doesn't surprise me at all. It's almost like a like he's kind of like a mini LeBron with his body shape and his ability, but he's just got that different agility, that different type of IQ because he's from Europe. So, yeah. I, and only twenty three, like he's like so. It actually buzzes me out. Like I realized it again today that he's only twenty three years old. Because yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like he looks like I, I look at him like he's my age. Like like he's been there for a long time. Like he's thirty. Like you know. 32 just for us to all know um but like I look at him like the same way and then I'm just like wow he's 23 like he's still so young like there's so many years ahead and he's already like this is where he's at already and Mm -hmm. yeah it is amazing like yeah I'm just imagine if he stayed um with Atlanta but then they don't get Trey Young and they hey, I was about to say yeah, sorry. I remember that, that I remember that draft and then they got traded and I'm like, damn, because I'm a big I'm a big, big, big Trey fan as well. And I yeah. was like, no, no, no. And then yeah, I was like, well, okay, this has worked out. It's worked out really well. Like you can't it's just funny that you can't imagine him anywhere else now. No. Like he's oh, just a great, no. great player for basketball. He's just a great player for basketball in general. He's he's a really not you know, well, I don't know him personally, would love to, but you know, yeah, he gets his every now and then. <laughs> Hit me up. Um, but you know, he's just like you can just see that he plays like that, he's like that gentleman. He's not dirty, he'll get you text every now and then, but he's solid, he's calm. He, he can run his team. Again, 23 years old. Mm. He's just he's just done so many good things for this game. Sorry, Booker, that we've gone over you. Yes. But <laughs> as you just said also, Marina, <clears throat> before, Luca can play five positions. He can play one to five. Book can't. Yeah. That's the difference. 
That's a big, big difference. And he's small as well. Like he's <coughs> small in stature and he's not as strong as some other point guards if we're looking at Luca or even two threes. Like mm-hmm. I don't know how he, he would even fare against Steph in his current state because Steph's gotten so strong over the last few years. It's kind of hard to like, no one's really appreciated like the like muscle mass that he's put on. Absolutely. Um, but Booker's a bucket, yeah. but the success that he's had without CP3 is questionable, whereas Luca hasn't really had anybody else. And he's still dropping numbers. He's still taking his team to the finals. Not all the way, but, like, he's still getting them there, at least getting them a lot of wins. Yeah. And um, I th- Oh, sorry. Sorry to no, cut you off. No, go I just think also from the series, we can also see that Booker and Luca do not like each other. They... <laughs> they talk a lot of crap to each other they do not like each other and it was such an interesting series um but Luca got on top of him when yeah. the was there to be one Luca won it Booker didn't it was as simple as that and that's why we talk about Luca more because he's there to win the game he's a game winner he's a game changer he'll change the face of the NBA he's one of those generational stars not that Booker isn't but you just you know that Luke is the face of Mavs and probably CP3. I look at the Suns and go, he's the face of the Suns right now. With yeah. Was his side yeah. kind of vibe, not the other way around. I just, I don't see Booker. Whoa. Booker's an amazing NBA player. He's an amazing player, very experienced. But when you compare the two, it's like I see Luca as a winner and he can do anything to get his team across the line. Whereas Booker can get buckets and stuff, but you saw it in finals last year and you saw it in these this series as well, just gone. He's like, when it's on the line and you just need, you just need to get there, Booker hasn't done that yet. Yeah, agree. Agree. The yeah. one thing I would say Booker has though over Luca is I think Booker's defense is just a little bit better right now. Mm. He has that two-game ability where I think Luke is still working on that and working. He's obviously working hard on it, but I think where Booker is better is his defensive game compared to Luca. That would be my one yeah. thing. Say Booker's. I agree, definitely. and I I'm not making excuses, but I think that's that different game from coming from Europe to the way ball is played in America. You got to be a stronger defensive player, you know, mm. because it's harder in America, whereas. Like I've I've said to a lot of my friends in Europe, the game's a little bit different. It's a little bit more slower, but it's a little bit more technical. Yeah. So that yeah, what you said is completely completely true. You know, he's got to get his game up a little bit more for his defensive game. Whereas book, you know, he's gone through high school, college, now the NBA, going up against this. Yeah, it's like really well drilled in college as well. And coming from was it Kentucky, right? Kansas. Kansas. Oh, Kansas? Kentucky, Kentucky, Kentucky. Because I was final four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the best type of basketball happens in March Madness. Like the teams only really play defense in March Madness. And it's like (laughs) so drilled into you. And then he went straight into the league. Like it's no surprise that he's a really good two way player. Mm. But I don't know. Are we supposed to pick a winner here? Because I don't. I mean, it's I, mean I feel like we've but... picked one if in this matchup. I mean, we've literally just, like, in reality, just seen the matchup and we saw who came out on top. Mm. It just happened in the playoffs. So it's 
not really a surprise. I mean, maybe it's the Kardashian curse. I know that Shelly. Look, know, I was just about to say. Stuff. I was just about to say, little Miss Shelly who sits on social media. Book's got a hot missus. Look, Kendall Jenner is hot. But have a little sneak at Luca's, which is very pretty as well. Okay, so it's fifty-fifty there. All right. We're gonna have to pull it. We're calling out. We're bringing the partners. Oh, I'm such a stalker. <laughs> I'm stalker of all the wags. Beautiful <laughs> wags of the NBA. I love Beautiful it. Wags of all the basketballs. Just, yeah. just a segment on its own. Honestly, that really could be along with all their secrets. But I mean, yeah, in this matchup, I guess we see who's coming out on top. There's no surprise. It's it's just happened. Luca. So. We don't, at the time of this, we don't know where it's going to go, but pretty excited for where he's already got to at this point, Um, even if they're currently down in the series as we're talking. But him, he's doing, personally, he's doing pretty well. So, yeah, I guess. All right, he'll be in the Bahamas next week, sipping on a mocktail with his cute beautiful missus. (laughs) With his beautiful missus that we've just found out about. That's it. All right, well, I think we've got that pretty much sorted. So from here on, let's just go into rapid fire. And we're going to talk all about that and a whole bunch of other things. What you need to know tonight. Sincere apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of time for him tonight. We'll get him on the air again soon. Oh, my boss is singing closing time. Maybe that's what you're doing. All right, so we're going to talk about Utah Jazz. We're going to bring it back to, again, the teams that, Got that little bit closer, didn't just didn't make it. Um, I guess from here, like what, and I know we touched on this in a, a couple of episodes ago um, where we were talking about the trades and things like that, but where do you think the Jazz will go from here? Um, do you think they're going to trade away some of their players or that they're going to try a more younger athletic team? They're going to look towards more veterans. Riley, what are you thinking? Um, I just think from the Utah perspective I, I think the quote is insanity is doing the same thing over and over again expecting the same result I think they've had the same coaching system same players same way they play for the last four years they get to the first round of the playoffs and then get swept they finish second or third and then lose the first round so if nothing changes this offseason I'm just going to be shocked because I have absolutely no idea what's going on there yeah, um, same coach. They they're not great. They're good, but they're not great. I've read us. I was watching another TikTok, and I saw a stat that Donovan Mitchell won't even pass to Rudy Gobert anymore. He only passes to him four times a game, whereas he passes to everyone else way more times. There's obviously things going wrong. I think I think they're going to trade Rudy Gobert away. I think that might be a mistake. I think they should be trading Donovan Mitchell um, if they had yeah. to trade one because I think Donovan Mitchell is a bit more of a diva um, and I don't think he gets along with a heap of people. And I see a lot of debate in who would trade. Um, I say Donovan Mitchell, but I think they'll go with Rudy Gobert in the end. Yeah. It's like the only thing that they do know right now is that they're not where they want to be. That's what, that's what they're sure of. But then what are they going to do next? Mm. I just had like random thought, Riley, if you're saying that they're trying to trade, well, because don't forget, Riley's got the scoop. She's got insiders all over. She's got this knowledge. They're all there. And (laughs) she knows all of them. I reckon (laughs) 
you know it would be crazy and I wonder if it would be the right step for them because they do have the talent and they've just gone rid of Ingles in the off season or right before the end of season. If they do decide to trade Donovan, because I have heard that he's a little bit of a, um, just like a tough teammate at times. I too have my birdies out there. <laughs> I wonder if he would like do well with a Lakers sort of team and whether Lakers could provide any people for Utah. Does anyone want to take any Lakers players off the roster? Like, I'm happy uh, I to mean, can the Lakers just get better in general? But that's another... Let's just get rid of the whole team. But yeah. <laughs> I feel like they truly do need to rebuild. They do need to make some massive changes in this offseason, whether that be coaching staff, whether that be players, like whatever it is, or, co- or like playing style, which normally would only come in with a new coach. They do need to make some massive steps because they've just been like, They've just plateaued the last few years. Yeah. I think from what I was reading as well, they have the most money. They've got the... um, Oh, they do. Like, they've got the allowance to actually, like, um, bring in better players or have bigger contracts because they've only contracted 11. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe DeAndre Ayton to match Donovan Mitchell's age. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, we don't trade via positions. We trade via age brackets, okay? Just just get rid of both all-stars and just rebuild around it. Don't get rid of Clarkson. I really like Jordan Clarkson. Mm. I like him there. I think he's playing well. He's playing well for them. And he's just like, he seems to be a really good teammate as well as doing all of the one percenters and stuff. He just seems who you would want to go into battle with. And he seems... No, he's bought into the system quite well. Um, mm. But, yeah, maybe if they do trade Gobert, get some get some stronger wings and then yeah. maybe if they have the money, offer DeAndre Ayton a max, get Donovan Mitchell, DeAndre Ayton, and then Clarkson off the bench. I've just given them a whole team. All right. Put that on TikTok for them to hear. Oh. Someone call Wags. <laughs> I should be running Utah. Honestly, you should be. We've got right. an agent over here. Hang on. <laughs> well, what, we didn't talk about the future of Quinn Snyder, so how about you just ring up for that job? Yeah. <laughs> no, coaching's a bit, maybe too much. It's like they need to change the coaching staff to me. That's yeah. basically what, what we're putting out there. So Utah Jazz, if you can hear me. Actually, you know what? I do know someone who does work for that club. We might just have to slip that in. Just this podcast over to them. Front like off. subtle brag by Kat. I actually know Utah Jazz personally, <laughs> and Riley knows the Mavs. Okay, mm, yeah. for the NBA. <laughs> I got I got Real Madrid. I got the Spanish fit covered. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, together we're a powerhouse. That's yeah. it. We've got this. We're just we're changing the game as we know it. It's Who runs the world? All down to us. Yes. <laughs> So, yeah, basically what we're just announcing is that the new coaching staff is involving Riley. She's just letting everybody know, everyone that's listening. Yeah. But I'm actually interested to see now. I can't wait to see, like, what they do from here so we can look back on this. We better have a trade period and I can... Yeah. <laughs> what the is- yeah, we're getting into the, the details, the exciting times. So I would, I would like to see them do better because they, they was they were getting there but they had a pretty tough team to beat as well so not surprised 
They had really good team before, like when they had jingles, like they had Mike Conley, like, you know, just yeah. Burn, Mike Conley, Rudy, like they were balling. And then they went out first round. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. I'm just thinking, what if they bring in like a Kyrie? Because there's rumours about Kyrie's future in Brooklyn. Or yeah. even like Harden. No, nah, that wouldn't work. I think Harden's proven that. He's not a game changer either over... Yeah, he's not... Not anymore. No. Like, I don't know whether he just needs to find another system similar to Houston, but he has not been... He's not the same. Didn't he shoot two games? Uh, Didn't he only shoot two shots in their last game? In their last half to win. It was like win or go home. Two shots in the last half. That could be a whole other topic. Absolutely. (laughs) And looks like I think we found our next uh, episode subject with that one. But yeah, it would be I. I can't speak. I'm just thinking like it would be interesting to see yeah, who they're going to bring in. Like when they have all that, they've got like the allowances for everything. So really, they're in a pretty good position when you look at it in that way. Just what are they going to do? What draft pick did they get? Uh, who got number? Get a lottery That's a good question. Everyone, everyone, quickly get on. Where's the TikTok? <laughs> oh. You can't have the TikTok up. <laughs> Where's the TikTok? Where's the TikTok? Why is the rally telling us the inside knowledge? And what are we this year? I mean, they got the second pick. My brothers, and yeah, because they but... got um. Who react, Who was that person who reacted really badly when they got like seventh or fifth? Um, Dame Dollar. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's a whole nother topic. Trailblazer. Oh, a whole nother topic. Like, how was his face? The just, just the poor frustration, heartbreak, everything in his face. They don't to, it's not they don't working. Know. You need to leave that place. Like, they're just not it. Oh, he's right. it, but they are not. Oh no, no, he's definitely it, but. Uh, loyalty, right? Mm. And they got rid of CJ. I was like, this is the start of the end. Yeah. Utah d- gave away their first round pick. So, oh, okay. In with a pick. There you go. Right. Well, so they, they don't even ball it. They what don't even like a money ball sort of situation where they get like, or kind of like what Knicks tried to do and then failed miserably by the end. Just get all the guys that haven't really gotten a shot and pull them together. DeAndre! Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're waiting for you. <sighs> oh, all right. Well, I think we've well and truly covered this topic tonight. We've come out with a few. We've just found out a few things about Riley now with her TikTok inside knowledge as well. Mm. Trade Looking room. forward to seeing you on the coaching staff. Next week, I'll have something new for you all. Yeah. Well, on that note. I'm very excited to see what you can come up with next week. I'm so happy that there was four of us tonight as well. Guys, this is only going to get better. Hopefully we've got our next person coming to join us next week too. We've got a fuller team. But thank you for being here tonight, for everything that you've had to bring. And we'll see you next week. You have been listening to Mojo Sports. Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated. The team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. 
Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.